You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, oddcasters, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny. Sitting across from me is my friend John. Hello. How's everybody doing? We can't hear their answers. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, let's say they're all doing great. <laughs> We're we, we're meeting early this week. That's right, we are. It's uh, you got a busy week. So. I do. Uh, I, Sunday was not a good day for me. Uh, Saturday was not a good day for either one of us. That's right. It's Halloween. <laughs> no, true. And Alabama Mississippi State game. That's right. That'll be scary <laughs> enough if you're a Mississippi State fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then Friday was not a good day for me. So we're actually meeting on Thursday this week. So I'm going to try to push this out early. But this is our last episode before the election. This is the Earth Oddity election special. <laughs> yeah, this is our yeah. live election coverage. No, it's not. We're calling but... Florida for <laughs> Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we hope that everyone has had a good week, and we hope that you're enjoying, hopefully, this early episode of yeah. Earth Oddity Podcast. Don't make promises, though. You know, like <laughs> it may come out late. Y'all never know. Just don't get your hopes up, people. How was your week? Uh, so far, it's gone pretty well. It's been Red R- Ribbon Week at school. So I didn't know there was such a thing. I think it's like an anti-drug thing. Okay, I was just fixing to ask, what are they trying to raise awareness about? Yeah, yeah I think it's anti-drugs. Uh-huh. Or it could be bullying. I don't know. But the kids have to dress up every day. Well, Hudson, of course, is too old and too cool to participate. Is it with a Red Ribbon? No, like uh, today was 50s day for okay. uh, for Ollie. And so he had to dress up as like a 50s kid. Mm-hmm. It was Disney day for Livy at her school. So he had to dress up. She wore like her D- Mickey Mouse ears and all, or Minnie Mouse ears. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, last, yesterday was sports day. So they all wore their sport, favorite sports mm-hmm. gear and everything. Um, I just, if any teachers are out here and you're participating in that, like I don't need the burden of picking out <laughs> outfits for my kids at night, you know, like special outfits. Right. I, I think it's not cool. It might be fun for the kids. I'm sure they're having a blast or whatever, mm-hmm. but for me, don't really enjoy it. But your fun is simply not worth John's inconvenience. Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm having to come up with like a 50s outfit for Ollie. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, now I don't have any white T-shirts. Now we got to get white T-shirts, you know. And, Plain white tees. Yeah, exactly. He's got wife beaters. He came to us. <laughs> No joke. When when they dropped Ollie off and I went through all his clothes, his yeah. first standard first thing you got to do is wash everybody's clothes when they come in your house. Or you, we made that mistake once and everybody got lice. That's all I'm saying. You taking in these little ragamuffins? Right. You got to clean them up first. And he had like a bunch of wife beaters. But I was like, I'm not sending him to school in a wife beater. You know. And. 
But anyway, so I had to hassle with all of that yeah. and everything. The kitchen light went out last night. The switch is broken. I, I bought a new one today, so that's my project for this evening. So okay. I, Dieter's very scared, although I've changed a number of light switches mm-hmm. in my day, but she thinks I'm going to burn the house down. But I'm going to cut the breaker off and then act like I electrocute myself and see what she does. <laughs> cut the breaker and then lay down in the floor. Yeah, exactly. I thought I would, I, I got a lighter and I would just like act like I'll spark it over there and then fall out <laughs> and see what she does. Because when she fell out in the bathroom the other day when she fell, you know, yeah. I told it on the last podcast, I was very concerned to rant. Thomas even mentioned how like freaked out I was because mm-hmm. I can't have her getting hurt. She's got health insurance, you know. Like, if she can't work, we're screwed. I don't know what we're going to do. So I need her to be healthy. Anyways, so, yeah, I've had a normal week, and I'm ready to talk about some odd news. Well, what odd news you got this week? I got a meth story. Perfect. I, I love a good meth story. <laughs> also got a chess story. Two things that go together. <laughs> and like when peas and carrot. Uh, meth, people yeah. immediately think chess. Yeah, if you hadn't been to a meth fueled chess match you haven't lived (laughs) you know you talk about speed chess that's where it's at (laughs) so uh those are two i got a couple more uh, that i'm picking from all right well i have a story about the bachelorette okay uh specifically broadcast in detroit all right and we're going to talk about everybody's favorite coach uh, Lane Kiffin. Sure, the AKA, Lane Train. A.K.A. Joey Freshwater. That's right. People forget <laughs> Joey Freshwater. But I wanted to start with this one. This one was posted up by M again. I think she's on fire when it comes uh, yeah. to M's good a, news stories. She's a Facebook contributor yes. galore. Costco pulling products allegedly made with forced monkey labor. Okay. Which I did not know was a thing. No, but like I posted in the comment on her article, my first thought was, how do I hire a bunch of monkeys? (laughs) You know, know? I briefly considered trying to get a monkey to edit this podcast (laughs) and do some post-production like Photoshopping for me. Yeah. But I thought that the cost of the monkey would be so high. And the quality would only be marginally better <laughs> say, than it is now. Like, what if it's a huge improvement over what we're doing? I'm like, it would only be marginally better. So I figured that the, the well, cost just didn't justify the uh, Earth Oddity game. monkey mascot may not be the worst thing in the world. <laughs> we were going to go with an otter for a while. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I forgot about our otter mascot. Mascot. It's a tongue twister. <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway, the article starts here. This comes from the New York Post. Arbiters of truth. Sure. Right. In today's day and age. I learned that it's a 200 year old newspaper. It was founded by Alexander Hamilton. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Man, I bet Alexander Hamilton would be spinning in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure. But anyway, about a lot of things, but the New York Post, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The alleged use of forced monkey labor has led Costco to stop selling Thai made coconut products. Okay. Uh, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or PETA. Sure. My least favorite charity. Is it? It is. Okay. That's fine. Mine are those those little jars you see in convenience stores that just have like a a handwritten (laughs) note with a picture of some kid on there. Right. I always think those are scams. 
Like we're raising money <laughs> for little Billy's <laughs> cancer thing. Those bother me more than anything. I don't know if it's just me, but I was like, that's a hundred percent a scam. Well, now when it comes to that, it, it very well may be a scam, but there's a tiny little bitty chance that that actually might help somebody. <laughs> sure. When you give money to PETA, you're guaranteed <laughs> throwing it down the trash. What if I love killing dogs? <laughs> you know, like yes. me and Michael Vick may be in concert on this. <laughs> well, anyway. They have been tracking such animal abuse since 2019, probably in the nude, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah, they like, they're big on taking their clothes off. <laughs> While urging retailers to pull merchandise made from the bad actors to discourage the practice, USA Today reported. This is a quote from them. No kind of shopper wants monkeys to be chained up and treated like coconut picking machines. Mm, false. <laughs> As I say, <laughs> I mean. I, clearly, I do not care. <laughs> Have we pulled the monkeys? Yeah, maybe, maybe the monkeys love, love picking coconuts. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, PETA President Ingrid Newkirk said in a statement, according to the outlet, Costco made the right call to reject animal exploitation, and PETA is calling on holdouts like Kroger to follow suit. I mean, good luck with that. You know. <laughs> Sorry, Kroger. Yeah, you can't <laughs> calling you out. We don't have any Krogers around here anymore. I don't think. No, I don't think so. Yeah. around here, but. PETA's investigation found chained-up monkeys can pick around 400 coconuts a day. Sweet. And are then stuffed into cages until their next shift, the outlet reported. Maybe we should have free-range monkeys, <laughs> well, coconut pickers, right? They, are, are they working a 40-hour week? Because you know, then they're really no better than any other employee, <laughs> yeah. like uh, mean, me and you. If we have to pay people to climb up yeah. these trees and pick coconuts, yeah. can you imagine the cost of your coconut water? Think about the workman's comp claims you're going to get with people. <laughs> no you kidding. know, yeah. uh, Backs hurting, falls, slips, falls, <laughs> accidents like that. Now, look, nobody wants... You know, monkeys to be caged and chained and treated badly, poorly. False. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm anti-monkey, okay? But, I've seen Planet of yeah. the Apes. I know how it ends. <laughs> we need to, we've already got AI gunning for us. That's right. We need yeah. to keep the monkeys in if line. If the monkeys and the robots team up together, we're done for. <laughs> yes. But, uh... You know, we have dogs sure. go around and sniff for drugs. That's right. Are we going to have to do away with them, too? I'm very skeptical of drug dogs, by the way. <laughs> Always have been. Really? Yeah. I wonder, I mean, wonder like, why. Well, if I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I've not met a dog yet that I can't fool with a pump fake with a tennis ball or whatever. <laughs> right. And then I'm going to trust it to say but this you're project. you're going to go to court. You're yeah. going to go to jail. Yeah, I'm going to go to jail because this dog says I got cocaine <laughs> in the car. Now, never mind I might have cocaine in the car. <laughs> That's besides the I point. Saying, I can pump fake a dog, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, just because something is legal or accepted doesn't mean it's okay, said Kent Stein, PETA's corporate responsibility officer. I agree with that statement. <laughs> Stein pointed to the Tourism Authority of Thailand's active promotion of the Monkey Center, where tourists can watch the primates learn how to collect coconuts for 300 brat. Or about $10. Okay. Kids can catch the show for just 150 brant, which is about $5. The Monkey Center is established and has turned into a new tourist attraction, which becomes popular among local people and foreigners in the center. The monkeys will be trained to collect the coconuts. Each training session takes about four months and requires a trainer and a student. The Tourism Authority's website reads, Moreover, you can enjoy other monkey shows in the center, it continues. One of the brands removed from Costco is Chalco. Uh, how do you say that? I have no idea. I'm not up on my coconut <laughs> products. Either. 
Now, this particular uh, coconut product, it denies using monkey labor, but I guess they they still pulled it anyway. Wow. That doesn't seem fair. Anyway, this goes on and on and on, but basically... Uh, They'll I'll, ramble. <laughs> PETA will get naked and ramble on you. I've read a few PETA articles before, too. Naked and ramble. Yeah. I mean, you know, me personally, I don't want to mistreat the monkeys. But no. So long as the monkeys are good at getting coconuts and being well taken care of, I don't see the big deal. Me either. I mean, I really, I really do not care. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't. I'm not for hurting animals. Mm-hmm. Go on record and say that <laughs> right. before Peter starts protesting <laughs> us. Maybe that'd be a good thing. Yeah, but if if we train a monkey to climb up a tree and throw a coconut down, and he comes down and gets a treat or whatever, I don't see how that's any different than a working dog. You mm-hmm. know, like you said. Um, oh, you know, people put dogs in cages every night all over the world, even ones that don't work. I know we got a lot of news to talk about, but this might be a perfect opportunity to share a joke. Uh, okay. <laughs> there was this, uh, there were these three scientists and they were studying elephants out in the savannah. Mm-hmm. And they were going to see how long an elephant could go without having a bowel movement. Okay. Have you heard this one before? I have not. Well, one of them said, you got to go over there and put a cork in that elephant's butt. The other one said, I'm not doing it. You got to go over there and put a cork in that elephant's butt. And the third one said, no, I'm not doing it. We're going to train that monkey to do it. So they trained the monkey to do just that. And that's what he did. And they come back about you know a month later. And the elephant is huge. Yeah. I mean, he looks like the little bloated. He looks like Violet from Willy Wonka when he <laughs> blown up into a blueberry. Uh-huh. And one of them says, well, you got to remove the cork. <laughs> the other one said, no. I'm not doing it. You got to remove the cork. And the other one said, no, nah, I'm not doing it. We'll train the monkey to do it. So that's what they do. They train the monkey. And he goes over there and he removes the cork and is immediately covered by poop. Sure. And he suffocates to death and under a mountain of elephant poop. Yeah. And when the scientists go to report their findings, the first one says, well, I saw poop everywhere. Second one says, I saw poop. Poop and more poop. It was all over the place. The third scientist said, I saw that monkey trying to put that cork back in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, moving along. <laughs> Hope that was worth your time, listeners. <laughs> I'm sure they all loved it. Uh, let's talk about another animal story. Out of Florida. Okay. We love Florida. This is from Local10.com, and it's from Davy, Florida. A man who paid $150 for a, quote, full contact experience with a black leopard says he has to undergo or he had to undergo multiple surgeries after he was mauled by the fully grown animal in an enclosure. Yikes. (laughs) And the enclosure was behind a Davy home. So this is like (laughs) some dude's backyard, I guess. The owner was reported as saying, I'll never recover from this financially. (laughs) (laughs) A picture obtained by Local 10 News shows Dwight Turner's heavily bandaged, bandaged head and ear after the savage attack. I would say it's not a savage attack. It's just a, a leopard doing what a leopard does, which is eating things, right? Right. Yeah. But I mean, when they eat something, they attack their prey. Sure. Right? Okay. But that's normal. That's not savage. I oh, think okay. savage would be something that like is a worse than normal. Yeah, attack. worse than normal or macho man s. <laughs> okay. All right. So not a savage attack, just a plain old yeah cougar attack or <laughs> what was it? A, cougar, a panther. Yes. The man who lives there is identified as Michael Poggy, and he has a Facebook page saying he runs an animal sanctuary for rare and endangered animals. 
the big cat people are something else, you know? <laughs> he wants to be the panther king. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, investigators say Poggle charged the 50-year-old Turner 150 bucks for the full contact experience. Seems kind of cheap. <laughs> did he Did he, uh, did he? get his money's worth? Well, it says uh, the full, well, he paid 150 bucks uh, to play with it, rub its belly, and take pictures. <laughs> now, I know from having house cats, they don't like a lot of belly rubbing, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's probably what got him eaten. <laughs> so the injuries were so severe, the report says the victim's scalp was hanging from his head oh. and his right ear was torn in half. Authorities say Poggle was charged with allowing full contact with an extremely dangerous animal and was cited for maintaining captive wildlife in an unsafe condition. Attempts to speak to Poggy or Poggle at his home have been unsuccessful. Hmm. Now, they say, authorities say he's licensed to have the leopard. And they say Poggy admitted to them what he did was illegal. Huge mistake on his part. <laughs> you never, never that. admit guilt. <laughs> but, uh, I just imagine, you know, like the guy's like, here, kitty, 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 you know, and that thing just goes nuts on him. What part of him thought this was a good idea? I don't know. Like, you, I mean, okay, John, I just want you to imagine for a minute, I came to you, okay? I'm like, John, for the low, low cost of $50, I'll let you get in this in, this cage with a with a hungry crocodile. Yeah, right. Would you like to no. do it? I was going to say, you couldn't pay me $150 to get in a cage with a panther. Know. You know? Yeah. No way it's happening at all. I'm, I'm, Big cats are scary to me. I think a better business plan is to trap somebody in said panther enclosure and then charge them 50 bucks to get out. Well, I was thinking even better. Let's build on this. We're, we're business building here. <laughs> trap somebody in the enclosure with the panther, then have a betting experience for <laughs> spectators. <laughs> On who's going to win the the yes. thing, you know? This is like gladiators all over again. What would the odds be? Oh, it would be heavily <laughs> in favor of the Panther. Until you get that one guy. Like, you could probably handle a Panther, Tiny. You get a Panther and them big mitts you got. You know, you crush his head. Yeah. So, but then you get you and then all the betting goes well, no, to I don't Tiny. know about a Panther, but I handle a Cougar on a weekly uh, basis. Okay. All right. All right, Tiny. <laughs> very good um i'm sure tara will be excited to hear that <laughs> she'll never hear that <laughs> well i don't know what else i would do uh, i don't know why you want to keep a panther anyways you know yeah. uh, i mean other than to charge people 50 bucks yeah. i mean cage up the monkeys let the panthers go free you know <laughs> yeah that's 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 gonna be my new motto i should they should mm -hmm. put me on the board at PETA. I'd be like, look, we're we're focusing our efforts in the wrong place. Right. These big cat people are out of control all over like the they, world. Like you can probably get a lot of the public behind you. Yeah. You know. Sure. That's what Carol Baskins did. She acts like she's rescuing them or whatever. But she's, <laughs> she's got them in cages. Yeah, she got, them, yeah, she got them in cages too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on to her. They said that uh, there are more tigers living in captivity in the yeah. state of Texas than all of the yeah. wilds of the world. And my question is, because they're like, well, we can't let them loose because they won't know how to take care of themselves or right. whatever. Well, here's my thing. If your house cat that lives inside his whole life gets out on its own, mm -hmm. it's going to figure out how to kill a bird and eat. And could we take them to like yeah, They can't turn off their predatory nature. <laughs> yeah, could we take them to like a reservoir? Just, just take a couple... And, and see what just happens. See. Yeah, right. Let's just see. They're going to they die do. in captivity anyway. <laughs> right. So, I mean, and nothing's going to mess with like a tiger. 
Right. Take them to like a, a sanctuary or like yeah. a, was a refuge, a, a big cat yeah. refuge somewhere over there in, in the jungle. Right, yeah. Let's just let tag them and just let a couple go and just see. See. All right, let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't that what they did with the wolves in Yellowstone? Uh, were they know. captive wolves or were they catch them and then release them? I remember here several else. years back, there was this viral video where this guy had a lion that he let go into the wild, but then he comes back oh, yeah? years later and, the, and it remembers him. Oh, for comes real? up to him and is loving on him. Oh, and it, no. like, remembers him. That, you know that moment <laughs> before he, he, he knew for sure that lion knew who he was? He was probably pretty scared. Was like, I'm about to get eaten. Yeah. I'd have had a pistol on me. I, mean, like, <laughs> I love you, kitty. But, but here's gonna, the thing. I mean, you let it get. I mean, once you let it get within reach, strike it. It's distance. over. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was like, when it's in his grass, I put the pistol right up to his jaw and just get pop a few in there. You know. Yeah. So anyway. No, well, anyways. Moving on here. Uh, you got any thoughts on Lane Kiffin? He was Alabama's offensive coordinator for. A he while. was. Nice. Did a good. Whoa. Nice. Oh, sorry. Had a news thing start playing here. Did a really good job, I must say. Stop again. Okay. Did a really good job, I must say. He did. He did. I'm a Lane Kiffin. I don't hate Lane Kiffin yeah. at all. I think he's fun and very good football coach. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I do agree. I think he is a good football coach. Absolutely. Um he, he's fun to follow. I'll say that. Oh yeah. He's, you know, well he's I'm, got some shenanigans. I could do without the Joey Freshwater <laughs> hanging out at the Innisfree on University Boulevard picking up college chicks. Well, how about this? Wasn't he not the uh he was like the original Deflate Gate? Wasn't he? What do you mean? I don't. He was. Uh, didn't he get in trouble at USC for messing around with the? He might the have football. Now that you say that, I yes. think so. Yeah, I was that's right. Say, he was. He was doing that way yeah. before. Yeah. Now he skirts the rules, <laughs> yes. which I respect about a football <laughs> coach. By the way, I don't know why we have to assign some sort of moral code to to football. Like, let's just make it a free for all. I'm all for steroids and pro sports too. <laughs> like, I want the baseball players just huge, hitting the ball like three counties over. I mean, it would be more exciting to watch. Sure. I'll admit. Yeah, it would. <laughs> but anyway, Lane Kiffin, he was ordered to pay a $25,000 fine to the SEC, and he wanted to do it with pennies, but he wasn't sure how many pennies that would take. <laughs> <laughs> he believed he needed 25,000 pennies. Okay. All right. A little on the low side. <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I, I wish yeah, <laughs> you right. could pay that fine to that. Well, you know, uh, once socialism takes effect and inflation <laughs> goes through the roof, you know. I mean, you know, $100 bills will be worth pennies by then. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> During Saturday's game between Auburn and Mississippi, and this was, you know, this past Saturday. Yeah, this past Saturday. Uh, officials missed what appeared to be an Auburn turnover in the fourth quarter. That's right. They did. Auburn running back Sean Shivers touched a live ball before Ole Miss players recovered it in the end zone. The officials ended up ruling the play – a touchback in favor of Auburn, and the play wasn't reviewed. Following the game, Kiffin was late to his press conference because he was speaking with SEC Director of Officials John McDade. Yeah, I think that's his McDade, name. John McDade, regarding the play. He then criticized the officiating, and he ended up getting fined twenty five thousand dollars for complaining about the refs, which I didn't know they could oh, do. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can't talk about the refs. For some reason, I don't know why. Well, what about like on your Twitter? Can you do it on your Twitter? I don't think you can if you're a coach. So if you become a coach, like First Amendment protections no longer apply to you. 
Well, it's just the same as if you work at BF Goodrich, you can't start talking about how good Goodyear tires are. Well, and they, they can tell fire you to go. me. But well, of course, y'all are union. <laughs> y'all are union. They won't ever fire you, but whatever. Yeah. I was like, they could fire me, but I didn't think they could like give me a fine. Well, probably different operating rules for maybe, a member institution of a, a voluntary member yeah, institution. Yeah, maybe it's just like if he don't pay the fine, he can't coach. Yeah, or, like he gets kicked out of their organization. Or yeah, something. I don't, I don't know how it. all that would work, but yeah, you oh, can't man. talk about the refs. Number one, <laughs> you have to be very diplomatic in how yes. you talk about the refs because the refs are big sissy babies, and in a lot of ways, yeah, they are. I think they get so. their butt hurt. It's like, hey, if you screwed up, we should be able to say you screwed up, especially when we have instant replay and yeah. everybody can now we can disagree on the interpretation of said film. Yeah. Maybe someone else knows the rules a little better than I do and and I have it wrong, but we can all see the video. Yeah, absolutely. We we should all be able to scrutinize that. And I'm kind of of the opinion that we just need to do away with replay. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) I want to do away with replay and do away with replay on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. So whatever happens, I don't want to see it again. Just let me feel whatever I feel in the moment, and let's move on to the next. So if play. your team's losing and then they get a bad call, you don't want to. I don't. I've, you don't I've, want it rubbed in your face how how bad you got screwed. I fully, yeah. Number one, yeah, <laughs> but I fully recognize this could bite me as a fan of a certain team or right. whatever. But I think it would just be better for everybody because hmm. here we are on a podcast. Listened yeah. all over the world talking about Lane <laughs> Kiffin because because of instant replay. Yeah, basically. Well, yeah. I believe the truth shall set you free. Yeah. So, well, not free of complaining, though. No, true. <laughs> anyway, after being fined, Kiffin decided that he would have a little fun with the situation by threatening to pay his fine in pennies. He just isn't sure how many pennies he needed to do it. On Monday, he tweeted about a news story about a man paying a $3,000 bill with a wheelbarrow full of pennies. Uh, his <laughs> math skills began to come into question when he tried to transfer that penny idea over to twenty five the $25,000 fine. Uh, he tweeted, where can I find 25,000 pennies? <laughs> A little short. <laughs> okay. And then he uh, he upped it. He then tweeted, no, 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 no. 250,000 pennies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then... And then he finally tweeted a uh, 2.5 million. There so, you go. There Somebody go. called him. Like, Lane, you're embarrassing yourself, buddy. But I mean, I respect his. If he would have got it right though on the first go, that would have been a great tweet. Sure. I mean, right. Yeah, no, but put it in the in the Hall of Fame of tweets. That would have been. I great. think it's even better that he missed it, <laughs> and he just kept plugging away until he got the right answer. You know, if at first you don't succeed, sure, right. Uh, well, anyway, he then cracked a joke about the SEC having to review his math. Uh, he says, was just checking to see if at SEC would review my math to get it right this time. After future review, it's 2.5 million pennies. Thanks for stopping to get it right. So, yeah, <laughs> quick-witted. Lane's quick-witted. <laughs> uh, let's see. Whoa. And then it just ends. It says, uh, however, with the... COVID-19 coin shortage, it is unlikely he will be able to get enough pennies. <laughs> That's to what I was about fine. to say. Yeah, there's a co- coin shortage. He's going to have trouble. He could, he'd have to raid every single coin star right. from like here to yeah. USC. Well, you <laughs> know, uh, let's talk about Auburn for a minute and how, well, f- 
forever the narrative have been is is that Alabama, which you and I are fans of, mm-hmm. has paid the refs off for forever. Right. The SEC offices in Birmingham, which is like less than an hour away from Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. and we control the referees and we pay them off. But it's clear that Auburn has outpaid us this year because <laughs> they should have lost two games at least. I, I to the, the Arkansas game yeah. and this Ole Miss game that the refs just gave it to them. You know, it's really <laughs> what weird. You, what do you think about the uh, conspiracy theory that Auburn is purposefully making these games close because they're more fun to watch? <laughs> that's a very good one. Allegedly, or, that's been said on the Fine Bomb Show. <laughs> here is the other conspiracy theory that I came up with is that Alabama has paid the refs more to make Auburn win so they keep Gus as their coach. <laughs> So, either way, yeah, yeah that's uh, that could be a legitimate thing too, because oh, Gus is he's something else. So, <laughs> let's move on to another athletic story. Okay, Stanford man. Well, first of all, do you play chess? Uh, <laughs> I have played chess. I've never said checkmate. Okay. Legitimately. Legitimately? <laughs> I, I, I'm not good. I enjoy chess. I'm not good either. Mm-hmm. I used to, at one point in time, know like all the openings and everything, mm-hmm. like the Sicilian dragon opening or whatever they right. were called. I don't remember any of those now. I do Queen's Pawn opening on everything. But uh, My favorite chess is Mortal Kombat chess. Okay. <laughs> I have Kombat no idea six. what you're talking about. <laughs> it was a chess game with Mortal Kombat characters. Okay. When you take a piece, it, go, it cuts to like a... A fighting video game and the winner gets the spot. <laughs> okay. I have no idea about that. Um, well, anyways, police say Stanford man is stabbed in the buttocks over a game of chess. Oh, An argument over a game of chess resulted in one man being stabbed in the buttocks, but no arrests have been made in the case, police say. Staffs, or sorry, Sergeant. Keith Jarrett said police were called to an apartment on Mohawk Court on the report of an assault at 5 a.m. on Saturday. So they'd either been up all night or they got up early and started playing chess. Uh, chess games, they can, they oh, can, they can go take a while. A long time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The 50- if you don't have the little uh, timey box on the side that you slap, <laughs> they can take a while. Yeah, well, you can watch videos on YouTube. Speed chess is a thing mm-hmm. in like uh, – yeah, you know, especially like New York in the parks and stuff. Yeah. And those two guys, they get after. I don't know how they think that fast. I can't do it. I mm-hmm. have to think really slow. Of course, I have a very smooth brain, so I'm not the smartest guy in the world. They say that uh, Genghis Khan was like a master of chess, like early in his age. Yeah. Like maybe that's how he managed to kill 10% of the world's population. And like <laughs> put his DNA into like 80% of the world's population <laughs> or whatever it is. Do you know where chess started? I don't. India. Okay. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm mm-hmm. saying it as it's right, as if it's right. I'm almost certain it's right. Anyways, the 50 year old, 51 year old victim said he knew only the first name of the man who stabbed him, and he refused to give the police any more information. <laughs> because snitches get stitches. That's right. Nobody <laughs> wanted to say anything. Jarrett said they were playing chess. They got into a small argument, and somehow the victim got stabbed in the butt. Jarrett said the owner of the apartment called 911 to report that a friend had been stabbed. 
Did they say what he got stabbed with? I'm, like a knife or was maybe a pen? <laughs> what if it was the bishop or something? You know, <laughs> he was trying to cram it up his rear. Exactly. And he missed. He's like, you took your hand off that piece. Your booze over or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, I'll show you. I'll stick this <laughs> thing where the sun don't shine. You know, maybe. Yeah, I can't imagine getting that mad over a game of chess. So that leads me to think maybe they were up all night. Well, maybe, but I mean, people. I've seen people get mad enough to fight over a video game before over That's a game true. of Madden. That's true. So maybe That's people a very are good really into chess. Yeah. Some of these super aggro, uh, <laughs> <laughs> testosterone field of chess players. It uh just dawned on me that me saying I like chess really is going to go over well <laughs> with the Johns and Nerd crowd. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Where's that crowd been lately? They've shut up. They've, they've, they've really shut up. This will to... get them fired up again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Y'all need to come on back. That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, this next story here comes from Fox News. Bachelorette broadcast in Detroit mistakenly airs 2020 election results favoring Trump in Michigan. Okay. Uh, the network confirmed that it was an error based on randomly generated test results. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, they already know. It's already fixed. Russia's in charge. <laughs> Where right? was Jeffrey Tubin? <laughs> was he in Detroit? <laughs> Wherever he was, he had his hands full. <laughs> he was busy. <laughs> he was definitely busy, yes. <laughs> Viewers who tuned in to Tuesday's episode of The Bachelorette in Detroit were shocked to see results mistakenly displayed on the screen for the next week's presidential election. You know, the one that hasn't taken place yet. Right, yes. As the drama unfolded between Claire and Yosef on the reality show, I haven't been keeping up, so I have have no idea idea either. I think they just watched some of it. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. I watched an episode earlier this week with her. Okay. And all I know is that the Bachelorette lady is nutso. Okay. I mean, she's like absolutely (laughs) more than usual. Yeah. I mean, like this lady is certifiably crazy. And... There were several times where I was watching a dater and I was like, if I was one of these guys, I'd be like, hey, I'm out. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I don't want a rose. Y'all let me go home. Right. One dude did leave. He oh, was, wow. I don't know what he was getting on to her about, but he was like, you're disgusting. I would never let you be the mother of my kids. He like went off on her. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I bet the, the producers were probably, they oh, probably sure, had yeah. that on. Though. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's sure. That's exactly what happened. I know last year, there was it last year that Hannah... What's her name? Was from Tuscaloosa. Yeah. I was all right. excited about it and then never watched a single episode. I don't remember much about it other than people on Facebook saying she wasn't being a good Christian girl. Like she claimed to be. Yeah, like she claimed yeah. to be. Which that'll happen if you're a Christian <laughs> and you go on TV and you don't act right. You know? <laughs> Christians stay away from reality TV. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you better, or you better just act right. You know? <laughs> yeah. If I go on TV, I know I need to be acting right. The last I heard, she like sang a rap song on Instagram. Oh, yeah? she that had the N-word in it and oh, that got I her have, canceled? I have no idea. I think that's what happened. Imagine a white girl from Alabama <laughs> saying the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? You know? Who would have thought that would ever happen? Well, anyway, as the dr- okay, I read that part. Hang on. Uh, says that viewers took note on social media that WXYZ TV seemed to be accident uh, seemed to accidentally post the 2020 election results during the broadcast on the left side of the screen. The display showed Donald Trump had defeated his opponent Joe Biden in the state. It also showed projections for several other local races, despite Election Day being a week away. WXYZ TV told Fox News in a statement that the results were randomly generated as part of a test of the system they'll use on actual Election Day that was mistakenly broadcast during the Bachelorette. So 
Yeah, quote unquote, mistakenly. <laughs> Somebody there's a big Trump fan. They knew it and they flipped the switch. <laughs> Viewers were confused to see the network saying that with 100% of the vote reported, Trump had won by 50% over Biden. Oh, but so, he won by 50%. I guess Kanye took just enough of the vote to, <laughs> to beat him out. <laughs> Numbers that could not have been real given a majority of votes had not even been cast yet, let alone counted. According to a recent Fox News poll, Biden is actually ahead in Michigan. I've heard the same. The erroneous broadcast also showed Republican challenger John James beating Democratic U.S. Senator Gary Peters by 50 percent to 46 percent. The Democratic U.S. Representative Eliza Slotkin besting GOP candidate Paul Young by 52%, and many more, the outlet reports. Uh, and then it's got some tweets here, but basically that's it. I mean, it was an accident, but I had to imagine. Yeah. Spe- of all places in Michigan, you're sitting there watching, yeah. and then all of a sudden it just pops up on the screen. <laughs> like Trump's won. <laughs> you're like, wow, this mail-in voting thing's really working. <laughs> yeah. Can we briefly discuss how we are in the year 2020 and – we can't vote online. Like, how absurd have I'm is, glad you brought that up that we haven't figured yes. that out yet. I mean, I understand that that people want to preserve the integrity, sure, of the electoral process. Sure, I understand that, but it just seems like we can bank online. Yeah, absolutely. And have you ever lost money banking online? No, no, I've I've gotten my like card number stolen. Sure, and but I've that had was, to get that that was in person. But yeah. that's never been a problem. Like I've right. always just gone to the bank and be like, "Hey, these charges are not mine." And they right. do a little, they do a few keystrokes on a computer, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, that was in such and such." Sure, and then yeah. They cancel them. Weird. I tried that for a few websites, and it didn't work with me. They're like, "No, you definitely made these charges." Like, well, you can you call my wife and just tell her I did. That's a joke, by the way. But yeah, I don't understand. With all the technology we have, why that can't be an option? Mm-hmm. You know, I know not everybody in the United States has a computer. For somebody tries to get smart and tell me that, <laughs> yeah, I know Check they your can privilege, go, John. Yeah, they can go vote in person, <laughs> but it would make it easier on them to vote in person if they didn't have to wait in line on election day for like three hours to vote or so, go to the library. Yeah. Right. Or, yeah, they could go to the library. Isn't that where homeless people go to do other stuff on the internet? <laughs> uh, from, according to some stories we've done, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, somebody needs to work that out. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know who needs to be in charge of it. Not the people who built the Obamacare website. <laughs> you know, you're how that thing rolled out. It just didn't work. It was work. terrible. Yeah. There's got to be a way to get it done. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to do that and make it easier. And I don't understand why they don't just open the polls up for like a whole week. And go, all right, come on and vote. You got a whole week to vote in person. Come on in. I'm going to say something that maybe makes me sound smart, but I have no idea what I'm talking about. Sure. Like blockchain, they people say that that's so secure. Yeah. Can we not vote using some kind of blockchain technology? That sounds plausible to me. <laughs> I know nothing about any of that, but it sounds plausible to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why we can't make that work. And we, prob- we haven't already made it work. I think the problem is, uh, because the election is also supposed to be, or the, the votes are supposed to be anonymous, right? Yeah. Like, you're supposed to get in a booth, and if you don't want to tell somebody who you voted for, you don't have to. Right. Where if you're voting online, I would imagine there'd be some kind of record. Yeah, well, that's probably true. Mm-hmm. But also, don't they keep up with the ballot they give you? You know, I know they write some stuff down <laughs> when I go in and get my ballot. I don't know if they're, like, writing the ballot number down, like John Long got this ballot number, and mm-hmm. it might could be verified. 
maybe if it came into question or something, they're like, well, who did you vote for? You know, it looks like you, you got a hanging Chad here. Yeah. Right. I don't know. That's I don't a, know. That's an excellent point. I yeah. have no clue, but I do know that we need to work this out. And they can verify, like, that your kid's, your kid, when he takes a test online learning, why mm-hmm. can't they verify me being the person voting? Because it'd be wrong to say, all right, Tiny is voting for me because I don't care and I just gave you my vote. Or I said, Tiny, give me 20 bucks. I'll let you vote for whoever you want to. You got an extra vote or whatever. Well, that's happening now. Absolutely it is. I was about to say, uh, people are getting, people are... uh... The ballot harvesting. Allegedly. No, I mean, let's not be naive, okay? Right. Yeah, ballot harvesting. People are just giving people their their ballots. Yeah, and if you're out here and you're like, that's not happening, you're gullible. You know, like, of course it's happening. Now, I will admit, I don't know if it's happening in numbers large enough to really make that big of a Effect. Right. Not outs- in a national election. In but a local yeah. election, maybe. Yeah. No, yes. I agree. Yeah. In a national election, I don't think that they're, this is going to make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. But who knows? It could. People are mailing in early voting like crazy more than they did in 2016. So maybe that is ballot harvesting. I don't know. I mm-hmm. don't really care. <laughs> you know, honestly, I just don't want to have to go stand in line at the poll all day. You know? Just let me vote online. Maybe we should let our candidates like have a fight to the death in a coliseum. I would 100% be down for that. Like whoever wins the fist fight. Because then if your guy doesn't win, you could be like, well, he's dead. Right. Yeah. I, I can't contest the results. True. Because my candidate is now a dead man. And that's how we get like Conor McGregor as our president. <laughs> you know? Which wouldn't be the worst thing. I don't guess it would be that bad. You know? It couldn't be worse than it is now. That's true. <laughs> you think they were mad about Trump being unhinged and going to start a nuclear war? <laughs> Wait till you get like an MMA fighter in there. Yeah. yeah. That'd be huge. <laughs> I'd be for Joe Rogan. Okay. Is uh, can Joe Rogan fight? I know that he's yeah, he he's is bit, now he don't fight right, but yeah, he's like an MMA guy. You think so? Yeah, I mean, I, I know so. he calls like the matches. I don't know a whole lot about MMA because every one I've ever watched has been two dudes in their underwear his, rolling around. His the thing floor. is jujitsu. He's like big into jujitsu, okay, and he does it a lot. Okay, and granted, he's probably not going to be you know like yeah, he could beat me up. Fights for a living, but yes, he, he could beat up Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, yes. right? I mean, let's just face it. He, he could. could beat up me and you at the same time, probably. Well, I, I don't, don't know. know about all that. Not at the same time. Yeah, yeah. no. Like, well, I'd let him get me in his clutches, and then you come <laughs> in and rip his head off yes. or whatever. Yeah, I would sacrifice myself <laughs> for the good of the podcast. All right, and then I'm president. <laughs> we own Spotify, <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. And we have Alex Jones on our show. <laughs> well, let's talk about another person, potentially a politician, Man high on meth, arrested for throwing cash out of his window onto people below, police say. A man who's... Pennies from heaven, by the (laughs) way. A man who scattered money from a high-rise building while in a haze, quote-unquote, and high on meth has been arrested by Chinese police. Ooh, this dude's dead. You know, they don't tolerate that kind of nonsense. It ain't like over here, we'll let you out in 24 hours. I wonder what kind of conditions his organs are in. <laughs> they're, already, they're already evaluating them, I guarantee you. Officers, I don't know why I picked China stories. Like, I, I can never pronounce anything. Officers were called to a neighborhood in Chongqing, Shapabinga District in southwest China after bystanders gathered along Tianli Road to watch the resident rain money from the sky, local media reported. 
uh, the Public Security Bureau gave the surname of the man who was 29 as Bo. Now, I know some Bo's that are on Beth, too. You know? <laughs> a Bo's a good Southern name. You know, I, in fact, I'm pretty sure that uh, Bo Biden was supposed to be named Hunter. I, I didn't even think Hunter about Biden that. Biden was supposed to be named Bo. I think of Bo Duke. <laughs> Them Duke boys are at it again. <laughs> Joe, he got his son's names mixed up. <laughs> so he faces charges of narcotics abuse. <clears throat> Excuse me, cell phone videos taken by passersby, as well as one of the man's neighbors, showed countless 100 renminbi, which is $14.80. Those bills were slowly falling to the ground from Bo's 30th floor apartment. In the footage, Bo appears to lean out of his balcony window before discarding wads of money, some of which were, were collected by witnesses below. Now, if this is America, all of them would have been collected by the witnesses below. <laughs> Local media reported the stunt as having stopped traffic as pedestrians and drivers alike rushed to catch the falling red bills with Miles Zedong's face printed on them. The official district police statement put on Weibo, China's tightly controlled Twitter-like microblogging service. Ours is pretty tightly controlled, was, too, apparently. I was say, I think Weibo is China's Twitter, only it's uh, freer. Yeah, you can say a little bit <laughs> you more. Can, you can get away with more on theirs. <laughs> <laughs> the Twitter hearing and, and the Facebook hearings mm -hmm. were pretty wild to watch. The <laughs> yeah, guy were. from Twitter, like he looked like a homeless man <laughs> who had smoked the biggest joint before he joined a Zoom call. Well, did you see that uh, the Babylon Bee, they had a satirical article that said that he hired a homeless man to be his, <laughs> be his proxy? <laughs> yes. Well, anyways, on Weibo, the cop said at about 1.30 p.m. on October 17th, 29-year-old resident Bo used methamphetamine in his home and in a haze threw money toward the ground from his balcony. Um, after receiving reports, police arrived on the scene. Bo is currently in police custody for drug abuse. The incident continues to be investigated. The authorities did not reveal how much money Bo threw from his balcony, although media reports put the amount at roughly 200,000 renminbi. So hmm. he was chunking the cash out there. I just want to advise China, uh, we've been fighting the war on the drugs a long time in America, and we have yet to win it. So <laughs> I don't know if throwing him in jail is the thing you need to do. Execution. Sounds like right up the right up your alley, China. You may just eliminate this problem. I don't know. I'm not for execution, by the way. Him. What? Tax maybe him? just tax him. Yeah, maybe so. <laughs> maybe so. I don't know. Yeah, I've, it seems like I've seen a movie one time where there was a robber who threw a big old wad of cash into the air, so everybody would start grabbing it, and the cops like couldn't get through. Yeah, the they crowd. couldn't get through the crowd. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, is that Point Break? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Seems like I remember money falling in Point mm -hmm. Break. That could have been the robbery that went wrong. Maybe. When they all got shot and stuff. I remember a movie where Jack Nicholson had like a parade and like big balloons in the air. And then he started throwing money out everywhere. But there's like poisonous gas coming out of the balloons, like killing everybody in Gotham City. I don't know that one. It was Batman. I've only seen Batman in French. <laughs> and that's the only Batman I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't remember a lot of details about it. That was 11th grade, John. <laughs> I was thinking about women while that thing was on. Cajun Curl, we want to thank them for all their support. We're talking about world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. 
You can order the spice and their Cajun Curl Cutter for potatoes all on CajunCurl.com. Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of of putting it on. If you want to turn your next chess game up a notch, get you some Cajun Curl. You can put it on just about anything you can cook. Your chess partner is going to love it, and they're going to think you're great. Nobody's getting stabbed in the butt unless you voluntarily want to be when Cajun Curl is on the table. On the website, you can order the Bayou Blended Spice. We're talking about on CajunCurl.com. And you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, the Piggly Wiggly on Larleen Wallace Boulevard, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and South's Finest Meats over on Greensboro and 10th Avenue. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John. Do you know that we have a review? I didn't know. Oh, we got a review. I checked it today. You want me to go ahead and read it? Absolutely. Okay. This is from, it came in Tuesday, so it's very recent. And it is from AJR2008. I'm assuming that AJ is AJ McCarran. And (laughs) it's a five-star review. It says, why is it that the Facebook group has three-quarter of a thousand members and there's only 122 reviews here? Now, the Facebook group has that many, but there's a lot more on the Facebook page because we have to have two for some reason, right? Well, the the... The face, the Earth Oddity Facebook page is like a... It's like a business page. Yeah, it's like a business yeah. page, but it's not a business. Well, I guess we're business. Sure. Maybe one day. Yeah. Kinda. We have aspirations. Well, we don't have an LLC or anything yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're discussing this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then the, there's the discussion group. Yes. And there's this, the discussion group is far larger than our download numbers. Yeah. There's way more people who interact with us online. Sure. Well, we had an add-a-thon, remember? Yes, we did. Yeah. Well, everybody went crazy and added folks. They should do that again. Yeah. You know? Just add. You can add whoever you want to to that group. Just mm-hmm. add them. We'll approve them. I don't care. Uh, anyways, back to the review. I'm going to start all over again. AJR2008. I feel like I've shorted you on this. So it's a five-star review. It says, why is it that the Facebook group has three-quarter of a thousand members and there's only 122 reviews here? Don't worry that I listened for I don't know how long and just noticed this. Thank you guys for what you do. I appreciate it. So there we go. Well, thank you so much for the five-star review, and I appreciate you doing everything you can to close the gap. That's right. To flatten the curve, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Because I do think about 122 uh, five-star ratings on Apple and 740 something members in the Facebook group yeah. and it makes me cry a little bit when yeah. I go to bed at night. Maybe we should, we should shamelessly plug in the Facebook group for people to go leave us a review. We've done that before and yeah. it don't work. I don't know. Maybe I'll be so Those annoying they'll do it. Selfish. We <laughs> they won't do it. 
We need to. <laughs> All right, let's make a pact on every news story that it gets posted. Let's just comment, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. No other comments. <laughs> is how how do, can we look up? Like, I mean, I know we we can, but is there an easy way to look up people who comment? Oh, if the, they've liked our page or not? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because if they haven't left it left us a review, we could just like take it down. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we go that far. I've, the fact that we have 122 reviews is pretty amazing to me anyways. <laughs> it really know? is. And only one of them were bad. Two of them were bad out of all of that. Because, you know, I, I don't know why this is. I mean, I guess this, you know, effort is everyone does not like to expend effort if they don't have Sure, to. right. So, but I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there who are you know, probably bigger than we are, but don't have the reviews yeah. that we have. So we actually do appreciate yeah, no, everyone really who has left us a review. You have gone above and beyond. Yeah, we appreciate right. it. No, we owe you a debt of gratitude. <laughs> yes. That we will never repay. <laughs> but we do owe you a debt of gratitude. Yeah. Yes. And the really sad thing is the Talk to Transformer website that used AI to automatically yeah. generate text. That's right. It's not there anymore. Oh, wow. So if you want to leave us a review now, you're actually going to have to put you some gotta effort think about it. it. Yeah. But I mean, if all you want to do is is type in Baby shark, do 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 do. I'll take that. Yeah, me too. Just as as five stars. Just five stars. Yeah. The more five star ratings we get, the more we're going to be seen mm-hmm. on podcast platforms, especially Apple. We think. Yeah. No. Although I Apple won't tell us how Look, their algorithm works. We have on the Discord. Everybody join the Discord. We got a uh, guy, girl. I don't know. I didn't get the gender. I don't want to misgender anybody <laughs> from Kenya. Our Kenyan listener is now part of our Discord. That's right. Maybe they found us because of all the great and wonderful reviews we have. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'd like to reach other parts of Africa. I would too. Yeah. I would I want to go to Africa straight up one day. I would love to go. Not like on some stupid safari. I just want to go experience the whole thing. Hey you know? Kim, do you have a spare room? <laughs> yeah. I, can I crash at your spot? <laughs> yeah. 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 So let's work that out. Absolutely. So leave us a review. Join the Discord and interact with people around the world. We have listeners. Let's see. I was thinking about it in Kenya now, mm-hmm. uh, Wales, Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one? Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, Australia, New Zealand that we know of. If you're from another foreign land, let us know. If we have a single Russian listener, oh, and now not just a bot that's trying to influence how we vote, <laughs> but like a genuine Russian listener. Yeah, I think that's pretty much every single you continent. Got, you got a continent. Right? We need Antarctica. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. But uh, if you're from a foreign land, Antarctica, if you do exist, that's true. If that is your real name, <laughs> if you're from a foreign land like Russia or uh, you know, Japan or Walker County, Alabama, then I would love to hear from you. That's all I'm saying. I just love to hear from you. Nairobi, that's where that dude's from. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's great. And it's good to know that their Kenyan, like our rating in Kenya was true, <laughs> it was too, legit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, somebody has screwed up. <laughs> we just assumed it was some kind of fluke. Yeah, right. And then like the next week, it's like, hey, I'm from Kenya. Yeah, absolutely. Greetings. I wonder <laughs> if it was like, really from Kenya. Like, I need to see some pictures. <laughs> well, I told him we would send him some stuff, so he gave us a, oh, oh, that's an address. Right. You told me that, you yeah. Know, maybe he just picked out a random address. <laughs> some, some random <laughs> Kenya's going to get an Earth Oddity swag bag. But hey, maybe that's how we get started. <laughs> that's, in right. that's right. Yeah, I want to be the number one comedy podcast in Kenya, <laughs> yes. you know? Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. We've only got, uh, yeah, we've only got like 
one question. So oh, okay, I hold off on the questions. As I was about to say, uh, we're uh, we're going to people are running out of stuff to hear me <laughs> talk we're, about. We're, we're, why can't I talk tonight? We're recording early, so we've only got like one or two questions. So we're gonna we're gonna let them build up. But I just thought of this. I do have a special treat. Okay. And, and you don't even know about this yet. I, I don't. There's a lot I don't know about <laughs> <laughs> in regards to this podcast. We have another letter from old hippie Monica. Oh, okay. Special treat. Sweet. I hadn't heard from hippie Monica in a while. I'm glad she's calling or she's writing in again. All right. This is this is going to be good, guys. All right. Well, she starts off talking about her one of her relatives' names. Okay. Uh, she says that. Uh, his name is Loki, but she prefers to call him Coconut or Pumpkin. Oh, yeah. That's uh, good. My mom, she's got a pet name for me, too. She says that, uh, LOL, anyway, my neighbor finally cut down his biggest weed plant, phew, but left three smaller ones. And next morning, something woke me up at 4 a.m. I opened my back door and I couldn't find my flashlight, so I used my laser. I like flicking my laser around like that. Okay. Uh, she's looking back in the bush, about 25 foot away. Uh, she should have checked better, but she went back to bed. And sure enough, the neighbor's plants were gone by the next morning. Oh, wow. So somebody got her neighbor's weed. Bigfoot. Bigfoot one of the sticky icky. I know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, at least he got, he got to keep the best one. Easy booby trap. Heavy green thread and a tip up bell. Oh, well, say la vie. Yeah. I was thinking... <laughs> A little more ruthless, you know, something with a shotgun shell or something. <laughs> right. But yeah, okay. Okay. And now we now we get into the meat of, okay. the, of the email here. Okay. We are screwed. Canadian people are can I say that? This is not my words. This is hippie Monica words. <laughs> we just talked about old Bachelor Girl getting canceled. This just is an R word. <laughs> this is Monica saying this. Sure. I feel like she's earned the right to say this. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go shopping, I am the only one not wearing a mask. Okay. What the heck? People need to wake up. No one is sick. Every person I ask, how many people do they know that died of COVID? Everyone says no one. Okay. Which now I will. I know I people know, who were sick. I know some people who died. Oh, did you? Do yeah. you? Okay. Yeah. Relatives of uh, coworkers of mine. Oh, thoughts yeah. and prayers. Yeah. Uh, I am predicting a new virus unleashed in a bad geoengineered winter. It's oh, he getting... said a dark. Uh, Biden said Biden a dark said winter. A cold, he said he said a dark winter. Yeah. You're right. Oh no, yeah, he was telegraphing. She's you know on... how the Illuminati's got to telegraph what they do. She's on something. Yeah, here. Yes. Right, I'm with her. She says it's getting cold here, close to 32 degrees at night. Burr. Can I come live with you guys? You can come live with John. No. He lives in a palace. I'm filled up. Oh, we have no extra beds. Well, don't listen to him. Tiny will you give you... You may have to go through DHR, but John <laughs> will take you in. Tiny will give you a tour of West Alabama like you have never seen before. All the hot spots. That's true. You know, I will. Come on down. Come on down. But the housing's cheap in Alabama. You <laughs> it know? is, yes. The property taxes are low. You can move in. you probably get a pay, pay raise moving down here. <laughs> she says, I wore my winter coat out today and froze my legs and hands off on my 1963 wheeler pedal bike. LOL. She is fun to ride. 
I'm worried about yours. I'm starting to think Trump is a puppet for the NWO. Oh, of course. They're all puppets. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the thing. That's the problem with the New World Order. Yeah. Is they're both well, first of, puppets, right? Time out, Hippie Monica. What I want to know about the NWO is why are they so bad about implementing their one world government? Like if they're all <laughs> the rich and powerful elite people, that just do it. You know, I think that they've done it already. Oh, okay. And we just don't know about it. All right. It's like the Matrix. Like you this, may be this right. election we we see uh, coming up. Yeah. All this is just a farce. It's there you a play, go. There you, you know? go. I like the way you're thinking. There. That's out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, Trump and Biden. That when the cameras are turned on, they they pretend like they hate each other, and they may really do hate each other. Yeah. But you know, the Bilderbergs and the Bohemian, Bohemian Grove, Grove behind closed doors, they're yeah. they're, they're doing the same thing. They're Bohemian the same Grove, team. very misogynistic. Don't allow women to be members. People forget that. Well, that is where the Republicans hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Weir from the Dead played there. Did he? Oh yeah. How about that? Yeah, he's been to the Bohemian Bohemian Grove. <laughs> well, so has uh, allegedly Jimmy Buffett was a member too. Oh yeah. So yeah. Uh, Alabama boy made it big. Cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> I, wonder, I would love to get in it. Like, I know I'm not rich enough or <laughs> yeah. whatever, but that would be cool to hang out with. I'm not like a bad guy. I'm not going to redneck it up or anything. <laughs> redneck it up. Yeah. Like, they they listen to you say one sentence, and they're like, that guy's definitely going to redneck it no, up. No, I know when to be quiet. Like, that's one thing about me. Like, I know, like, hey, this yeah. is not appropriate time for you to talk, John, because you're going to sound like an idiot. So. <laughs> I remember uh, back in 2015, I think there was a story that leaked out. may not be true. But there was a story leaked out that you know, poor little Jeb Bush, he wanted a, a ice cream sundae, but they told him he couldn't get one until the kitchen had finished with like supper. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't fix him one. And For he, real? He said, do you know who I am? And they're like, I'm sorry, sir, it's policy. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't fix him his sundae. Wow. Anyway, back, yeah. to the, back, back to the truth here. Yes. America is going to fall into communism. That's true. It very well may do it. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should learn about the Georgia Guidestones. I'm oh, familiar with the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, no, all about them. Uh, Okie dokie, love you. Still love your show. Hugs from Owen Sound, Ontario, Canada. XOXO. Yeah. Thank you so much, Monica. Yes. Uh, Best email we've had since your last email. Since your last email. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's no, right. That's true. Uh, for anyone that don't know about the Georgia Guidestones, I guess it's like a... A mysterious man <laughs> yes. paid to put these stones R.C. Up. Christian. Now, yeah. that, that was a pseudonym. That's a pseudonym, right. But that's not, that's not his actual name. Yeah. But a guy who used the pseudonym R.C. Christian yeah. commissioned, I guess you could say it's like a Ten Commandments for the New World Order. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. And it's got uh, things about world population and mm-hmm. all that. I was about to say, all of it is pretty reasonable until you get to like the last one. And it was like... Uh, World population, 500 million yeah, max. Something like that, yeah. Which means... A lot of y'all got to go, all right? <laughs> Me and the Bohemian Grove guys are going to be hanging out. We'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm openly putting it out there in case there are any Bohemian Grove listeners mm-hmm. that I will gladly join up. Like, what do I... If As long as I don't have to eat a baby or anything, I'm down to help y'all out, do whatever, you know? Well, what, what could you help them, out, help them do? I have tremendous influence over rednecks. <laughs> You know, like we could raise a redneck army <laughs> under this brain right here. Okay. Yeah. So I could definitely help you out with that for sure. <laughs> I'm great at looking at numbers too and trying to figure out, you know, like, hey, is this a good idea or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm a cheapskate more than anything else. <laughs> right. It hurts me to spend money. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. 
because I don't even care about money, but it just hurts me too. <laughs> so yeah, it's the dichotomy of John. Well, John, I don't know about you, but I would love to thank our patrons. Our own little Bohemian Grove. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> but I would specifically like to mention by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And they are Mr. J.D. Westfall, Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Thomas Williams, the Dapper Man, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Tyler Bond, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Chris Tipton, Ms. Jacqueline B., and Michael W., a.k.a. McWill. McWill. Thank you all so much for donating to the show. Yeah. It means so much. And if you join our Patreon. For the month of November. For the month of November. You we can. have a $100 shopping spree to Crocs.com. I mean, how can, how can you turn that down? You, the chance to win. You shouldn't turn it down because yeah. your chances are pretty good. If, yeah. Uh, if you sign up at the $5 level. You get one entry into the drawing. Mm-hmm. You sign up at the $10 level, you get two entries. Uh, increase those odds. <laughs> if you sign up at the $15 level, you get three entries. Wow. Do you know I read this week, this has nothing to do with what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it does tangentially that you have a better chance of getting hit being killed by an asteroid from space than you do of winning the lottery. Now, that can't be true, can it? Because no. only one person has ever been hit by an asteroid, That right? we know of and live from Alabama, by the <laughs> yes. way. From Alabama, people forget. Another famous Alabamian, the lady laying on her couch taking another by a nap and got hit by an asteroid. She thought it was going to make her some money, but then nobody was yeah. willing to buy it That's from right. Her. her family got a big fight over it and everything. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. Well, we talked about that on Retro Rewind, we didn't did. we? Yeah. Well, it was here, but they did a show with us. That's right. That time. We yeah. did have them back on. Yeah. Speaking of Retro Rewind, I meant to shout this out last week, but if you, for whatever reason, you just want to hear my opinions on stuff and you can't get enough of my commentary, sure. you can hear me talk about the Ghostbusters, yeah. the 1984 classic on the Retro Rewind podcast, available now. Classic's a little, that's a little loosey-goosey term to use, right? Hey, like, we, Citizen Kane's <laughs> a classic, right? Citizen Kane's a pretty boring film, actually. Oh, for real? You it think is. so? I've oh. watched it. And it what about was Mr. Hard. Smith goes to Washington? You I've ever watched seen, that? I've seen Mr. Oh. Bill goes to Washington. I've never seen that. Is that the Schoolhouse Rocks? Or <laughs> That's the little claymation guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fell in the roses. Jimmy Stewart. You've never seen. You never no. seen that. Wow. No. I've seen a movie. Tiny John's has seen. He's now seen two movies. I don't remember what, what about the, other the one man was? who shot Liberty Balance. Nope. Oh man. Golly, bridge over the river Kwai? <laughs> no. Golly, man. Wow. Wow. But I've seen Endgame okay. three times. <laughs> okay. There you go. I have seen the movie Drumline 23 times. <laughs> why? Because <laughs> I, I mean, lived, it's a good movie, but why? <laughs> I lived in a very deep and dark hole of not very good things in a one-bedroom apartment that I had no cable. And my mother-in-law taped me like four movies on a VHS tape <laughs> off of HBO. And Drumline was the best one. And Drumline was the best one. <laughs> I don't even remember what the other ones were. And I watched it over and over <laughs> and over again. I could probably, if it came on, I could recite most of the lines. Man, I will say that when we got kids, mm-hmm. we watched Disney. Well, not just Disney, but any kind of like kids' film. We yeah. watch them constantly. Well, there you go. So don't be watching that. I say, just not biblical, biblical, <laughs> or Harry Potter either. <laughs> All you Harry Potter people oh, going mercy. to hell. 
I'm kidding, by the way. I don't think that. Well, you might be, but it's not because of yeah, ice yeah not for not because of a a, a movie. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Well, do you have anything else for this week? No, that's it. Um, watch Drumline, everybody. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Nick Cannon's greatest work. And uh, thanks for listening. I, however, the election turns out, I think we're going to be okay, guys. You know, like everybody said, the country was going to end when Obama was elected. Everybody said the country was going to end when uh, Trump was elected. And somehow we're all still here and doing just fine. <laughs> yes. So let's just remember that. Like the person that you support or don't support, um, let's just remember to all be nice people. I'm glad you said that because uh, every it seems like every four years, the election is the biggest, oh, most yeah. important election Over we've ever faced as a nation. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. Like Since I'm 18, I've had like five or six the most important <laughs> yes. elections of my lifetime. And if I'm if I'm being honest, like four years ago, I totally bought into that. Yeah, but I don't think Biden. He is not. Uh, conservatives are trying to turn him into Bernie Sanders two right. He's going to make us a socialist country. Yes, and he's he's a moderate. Well, and I would just like to remind everybody because I think America's at the worst point it's ever been, and we're the most divided ever. That we once had a civil war that 600,000 <laughs> 600, people died in. Okay, now we might be getting. Close to the second one, <laughs> Maybe. but it hasn't happened yet. But we came back from that as yes. a nation. We've had horrible presence uh, all throughout our history, and we've been fine. Okay, Woodrow Wilson, really bad president, right? <laughs> I don't really know. I just threw him out there. Okay, um, Andrew Jackson, a lot of people don't like Andrew Jackson. <laughs> Wasn't a really friendly guy. Did a lot of bad things. Well, he was friendly to white people. <laughs> but yeah, right. But we're still here. Okay, yeah. so just... Everybody take a dose of reason here mm-hmm. in the next week or two and remember that it's going to be okay. All now, right? I will say that the country didn't have social media true. after the first civil war. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I like how you said the first civil war <laughs> as if the second one is right around the corner. Okay. You're not helping. You're fanning the flames, <laughs> Tiny. Hey. Tiny's a separatist. Hey, hey, leftists. You hear what the right <laughs> said about y'all? <laughs> And if there is a civil war, I'm I'm Switzerland, by the way. <laughs> yes. Okay. I was, if, if fighting breaks out, y'all better leave me alone. Yeah. Okay? I don't want any part of it. I am siding with, with the side uh, on the, I'm siding on the opposite side of whoever attacks me first. Sure. I'll be cool if y'all leave me alone. That's right. Yeah. And Tiny and I come from a county that did not vote for, uh, for, uh, uh, splitting from the union in the civil war mm-hmm. most of north alabama didn't people forget they were all a lot of unionists in the in north alabama so i'm not saying tiny's a unionist or i am either <laughs> one but uh just don't think you got our vote nailed down don't, or to join up arms with you in the right. civil war because i'm not i don't want to fight anybody if you want to know what side i'm on i am on tiny's absolutely and yeah. i'm on earth oddity podcast <laughs> side. Right. that is my yeah. team that's right you can Y'all can all move down here. Yes. Well, we'll I, we got some land in Fett County. Tiny's got some land I got out in Ecola. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's a little too closer to a lot of people, though. You know, you <laughs> yeah. want to be away from people. And uh, well, now I will say that we'll this, start an Earth Oddity commune. <laughs> we can start uh, two communes. Yeah, and uh, we can uh, ally ourselves together. Okay, that's a long way from from Fett to Ecola, though. We got farming Not equipment. Not on the country in, roads. <laughs> we, we got farming equipment in Fayette. That's all I'll say. Yeah, we'll be able to feed ourselves. Oh, we've got farming equipment that we can lose. <laughs> <laughs>
but I don't, none of that's going to happen. Back to my original yes. point. Everybody just follow mm-hmm. my one life advice rule. Just be cool, okay? And let me say this also. Uh, one thing that I actually appreciate about the the audience of this podcast, small as it is, we have uh, you know people who listen to this show on either side of the political spectrum. Sure. And somehow we haven't gotten to a knockdown, drag right. out Facebook fight yet. No, I agree. So I really appreciate it. And let me say this also. Um, it's good to have friends that you disagree with. Absolutely. And I will say that uh, I've got friends online who have actually changed my thinking yeah. on some things before. So I don't you know. I've don't got- shun. I guess <sighs> what I'm saying is if you have a friend who's a Trump supporter, yeah. don't immediately uh, just push them out of your life. Right. Maybe you can, maybe your influence will rub off on them. And, right. Uh, and maybe that'll same will happen to you. So, well, and I've quit arguing online, <laughs> but my general position up until I decided to be no arguing online was to just take the opposite side of what everybody else is saying. <laughs> right. Cause that's how easy it is to argue online <laughs> yes. and sound passionate about it and everything else. And just like most of the things I say on this podcast, I really didn't care about most of it. <laughs> right. I would just argue to argue, you know? And then one day it was a slow progression. It dawned on me like I'm arguing theology on Facebook. What are non-Christians thinking about Christians? You know? <laughs> right. Like, hey, well, well, and really, Andrew, because the slogan of our church, for you guys that don't know, is the loving church, mm-hmm. right? And I was arguing with Andrew's brother one day about something, and Andrew just commented, the loving church. You know? <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's, that really poked me right in the heart. You know? I'll say this, John. You are not the first person that Andrew has gotten that no, comment yeah. either. I know. <laughs> I know. He's, he's great. He was he was great out until he quit Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Which had an interesting text exchange with Andrew today. I don't want to talk about on air because I don't want the FBI to rate us. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Very good stuff. Shout out to Andrew. Made a cameo in our web course. He did. He did. (laughs) That is uh, the infamous Andrew, one of my closest friends. For everybody who saw a web cartoon, if you haven't, why well, have you yeah. haven't why haven't you watched it yeah. yet? Check it out, share it around. It's very popular. It's been very huge. Uh Andrew, one of my best friends, mm-hmm. uh also known as Mud Hut, is in there. And uh and you can see what he looks like in cartoon form. Animated by the great and powerful Xander Rance. Okay. So, Xander Rance is a heck of a name. Yeah, he got a little testy that I didn't mention in my name. So. Okay. Well, Xander Rance is like a powerful name. <laughs> I know. That is like a movie star name. I am, uh, I am remedying that now. Yeah. I can say that he was an absolute pleasure to work with. Sure. And if you need some animating... My only Dylan, complaint is I would. Work with. My only complaint is I would never wear a jacket that match same color as my pants <laughs> yeah. unless it was in a suit. You know, <laughs> that was my only complaint. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Everything else is great. You should go watch it if you haven't watched it. If you need animation work done, hit hit us up. We'll get you in touch with Xander. Yes. Yeah. All right. We rambled at the end of the show for a <laughs> long time. Hey everybody, last minute we had a phone call come in from Jacqueline. She had something kind of pertinent to say, so I decided to cut it in right here at the end of the show. I didn't want to be accused of trying to suppress dissenting voices, so without further ado, here's Jacqueline. Hi John and Kenny, it's Jacqueline calling you on All Hallows Eve Eve, or as it's known around these parts, Devil's Night or Hell Night. Hopefully nothing will be set on fire uh, around my place tonight. But anyway, um, tomorrow is the best day in the whole year, and it's Halloween. And now that I'm living in the woods, 
there's not going to be probably any kids except my family coming over. But yet, I still got the 20 big bags of chips and a couple of big bags of candy. And if the kids don't eat it, well, there goes my diet. Anyway, both the show. The Miley Cyrus with the aliens, and I know I put this on the Facebook page, but Miley would never do drugs and see something like that, would she? I don't know. Anyway, my fear is that the alien creature that saw her now might think that that's a representation of what Earth people are like, and uh, I'm a little afraid for the aliens that they may have a uh, bad opinion about Earthlings from now on. Uh, anyway, finally, um, talking about foreign interference in your, uh, your country's election, I'm about to do some, as I am a foreigner, and your election is Tuesday, so uh, I'm guessing the show's still going to come out on Tuesday. And if it does, and you're listening to this and you haven't voted yet, vote, but don't vote for Trump. Please, vote for anybody else. I don't even care at this point. Um, I know I'm a foreign interferer in your election, so take that for what it's worth, but please vote for anyone but Donald Trump. All right, love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Well said, Jacqueline. The only thing I would add to that is to our United States listeners, don't let Canadians bully you into voting the way they want you to vote. If you want to vote for Trump, you go right ahead and vote for Trump. And if you want to vote for Biden, you go ahead and vote for Biden. You vote for whichever rich white man with sexual assault allegations against him that you prefer. Me personally, I'm going to vote for the rich black man who released a fire hip-hop album titled Jesus is King. Now back to your regularly scheduled outro. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us. Whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, like Hippie Monica does. That's right. We are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are active on Twitter. We are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. We have some amazing show art. We do. But even more amazing than that, it gets posted That's right. to Instagram. Had a few posts this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. There you go. But the best way to get in touch with us is Discord. Link in the show notes. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. next best way to get in touch with us is our phone number, which is... Well, first of all, join the Discord to ask me some questions. That's right. Yeah. All right. The phone number is 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. International calling rates may apply. I have no idea. (laughs) But uh, give us a call. Talk to us. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Join our Discord and enter into our giveaway. I thought about saying MAGA 2020 just to piss half the people (laughs) off. Welcome, patrons. To the Patreon show, our, as I said, our own little Bohemian Grove awaits.